The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. I got a quandary, Jaylen Nye. What kind of quandary? It's a, it's a radio show related quandary. So here's the quandary. Every day, and I don't know what time you come in. I, I suspect it's like 8 or 9. I, I don't know, <laughs> honestly. Um, you put together a list of topics that you mm. think might be of interest, and then I come in and I go through all those topics, and, and I, I read them all, and I pull the, the, you know, some that I really have a strong opinion on or I think would be fun or, or those that I think would be very engaging, and, and then we sort of put them in an order, and we figure it all out, and so you... Well, you kind of have part of that right, but that's okay. Wh- which part? The put them in an out? order? Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, I kind of do. Uh, we don't necessarily stick to that order, but... You drew my attention to an article in the National Post. Yeah. And oftentimes, um, I will peruse an article and sort of get an overall understanding of what it is. And then as I know that that topic is coming up on the show, I'll go and specifically start making notes on it or read paragraphs that I didn't read. Or I'll I'll familiarize myself with the topic again, just so I don't sound... What's your quandary? I couldn't take my eyes off this article. I know. So, but I don't, my quandary is that I'm not sure how well we can represent the article in a conversation between you and I on the show this afternoon, um, because the article's so good that I would encourage our listeners, not now, of course, but at six, um, to go online to the National Post and read an article called 12 <laughs> Things I Learned by Working as a Butler at the Plaza Hotel. Mm-hmm. This was fascinating. Do you know you get to, you know what it's like? You start reading an article, and the first paragraph typically tells you everything you need to know, and the second paragraph sort of clarifies it, and then you start skipping down to okay. So, but this I I read it well, twice. Well, think about it, Chedville. If you've been at a hotel, and by chance, if there's a concierge, if there is a room service type thing, think about the things that you have asked them for mm-hmm. or to do. And then kick it up about, I don't know, a thousand notches. Exactly, at least. And just think about it at a hotel like the Plaza. Yeah. Very, very exclusive hotel. Very rich, rich very... people who don't do anything on their own. Right. We're talking kings and queens stay there, presidents, that kind of thing. What kind of requests they might get. And, and even how the staff sort of sees their own customers. And they're very careful in this article, by the way. Of course, they talk to butlers, and that's where they got the stories from. They're very careful, both positive and negatively not to identify their customers because that would be beneath the plaza. They're not allowed to do that. They wouldn't do that, right? But even this, so you know that, you know, there's VIPs arrive at the Ramada, but at the plaza, everybody's a VIP, which means they have to sort of come up with levels of VIP. VIPness. So, VIPness. So listen to this. Oh, that sounded weird. That both times. Um, by matter of <laughs> That's corporate, not what I meant. I know. By matter of corporate philosophy, every guest at the plaza feels like a VIP. So here's the hierarchy. Um, as far as checking goes, at the top of the pyramid are kings, and they're not kidding. Actual mm-hmm. kings, queens, and heads of state, or as the butler calls uh, calls them, V ones, and uh, they and according to the butlers, there's always at least one of them kicking around. There's imagine you go work at a hotel where there's always at yes. least one monarch there. Um, then come the high payers, the long stairs, and uh, the guests that book large numbers of rooms. And of, and with that same category of VIP is the recognizable celebrity. So, you know, the Gene Simmons or, or you know, mm-hmm. Guns N' Roses shows up and takes the whole floor or, you know, whatever it is. But they're all in one, a different category. Um, 
they're they're called DVs. I don't. <laughs> I'm not sure why. Um, on the bottom of the VIP totem pole, the rest of us is everybody else, and they call them the SA group. And these are known as complainers. So. <laughs> <laughs> they're still VIPs, they're still important, and they'll give you the greatest service that you've ever experienced, but they know it's going to result in complaints. So these are the most difficult and demanding guests who require constant special assistance. And they they tell story upon story in this article of various requests, weird requests. Can This one, can I just throw this sure. one out? And it was one of the first ones, and the headline on it is, Bath Times Can Be Awkward. <laughs> yeah. Bath times can be awkward. Another common request for the butler team is to draw baths with a signature blend of salt, oil, and roses, especially during the colder months. But the butler's duties aren't necessarily complete once the tub is full, huh? Um, The bath time specialist said that 95% of the time he's asked to remain within arm's reach as bathers suds up. Most of them, he said, want more hot water or scented oil and are happy to keep him on hand while they relax in the nude. He is often left to pull the plug from the drain elbow deep in leftover water. Now, here's the thing. Yeah. And maybe this is the difference between, you know, the extremely rich and pampered and the rest of us. Is that I'm not sure how comfortable and relaxing I would find a beautiful tub filled with oils and salts and bath petals, rose petals, if some stranger is sitting there beside me. Well, you know, for these people, I think they're uncomfortable when there isn't a stranger well, standing a little, beside them. By the sounds of it, they're they're a little into voyeurism. Uh, or service, I guess. <laughs> well, try getting that. Try getting the guy at the Super 8 to do that for you. It's not going to happen. But oddly, not the only weird bathtub. Oh man, story. So how about this one? Butler said that he was asked to ship in and set up a guest order of fresh oysters, and he was specifically told to put them in the bathtub. So, of course, what you would assume is that he wanted them iced in the bathtub. So the guy filled the tub with ice, laid the oysters out. Then the guest arrived and said, no, 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 I I wanted to be in the tub surrounded by oysters. So... He had to unload the tub, let the guests get back in again, and then fill the tub with ice and oysters. <laughs> <laughs> and and by the way, should happen to mention, probably should mention, for fear we run out of time. I know somebody's going to say, if they don't think it already, oh, yeah, but what kind of tips are these guys getting? Zero. You're not supposed to tip a butler at uh, the, the plaza? plaza. Yeah, now it happens. Same as you're not supposed to tip people at, on a cruise ship. It happens. Oh, yeah. Um, but it doesn't happen as regularly as you would think. They're considered to be non a non-tippable profession. So they get paid extremely well to do what they do, and you don't tip them on top of that. Now, some butlers talked about tips they got. One got $8,000 over the course of a stay from somebody. But it's unusual. Yeah, I guess it depends on what you're doing in that room, too, and how quiet you want it to be. And how quiet you can be about what's going on in that room. I mean, because, of course, there's those requests, right? There's requests for drugs, for alcohol, for... Condoms. uh, uh, Condoms, prostitutes, uh, all those kind of things. But, again, the plaza says they won't violate the law. So those requests will not be met. If it Mm -hmm. it violates the law, they can't do it. But they have to find a way to nicely tell the guests they won't do it. But again, it doesn't jeopardize the tip because there wasn't one coming. Um, how about this? And this, you know, this is where I started gaining mm. speed with this article. Um, a- another story was that a woman called 
uh, one of the butlers, a female butler, and was crying hysterically. And she characterized it as the kind of crying that would happen if you had suddenly lost your husband, that she, she almost couldn't get the words out over the phone. She was so... Uh, upset and distressed and of course the butler uh, hung in there and got to the bottom of uh, the cause of her distress it was because her daughter had been forced to blow her nose on toilet paper um, because there was no Kleenex left Oh no, Snookums had to blow her nose on some toilet paper. Which you know is probably more expensive toilet paper than anything we've we've ever had in our homes. But uh, listen, I don't want to judge. If you can afford it, knock yourself out. Um, But man, my thought at that time was, well, that little girl's going to grow up to be somebody's wife. (laughs) Good luck, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but she probably is marrying into the same sort of class, and he's probably blowing his nose on... Yeah. Whatever. And you know, here's a funny thing. You know how robes, towels, uh, those sort of things go missing from hotels all the time? Well, apparently at the plaza, that's an issue as well, but it's the other way around. Because the plaza doesn't care if you take their towels or... You can take whatever you want. It just goes on your bill. Their problem is uh, the plaza keeps stealing guests' towels and bedding. Because a lot of these guests are so high-end that they bring their own bedding. And so when the maid comes in to uh, clean the room, sometimes the bedding is very similar to plaza bedding, Mm -hmm. and they accidentally (laughs) take it. And if that happens, it apparently happens a lot, um, the plaza will replace it no matter the cost. So if you bought it in, you know, I don't know, at a a market in India, and it was hand-weaved and whatever it is, they'll, they'll replace that for you with an apology mm-hmm. at their own cost. Someone texted in and said, Andrew, you're wrong. You should tip everyone on a cruise ship. No, actually, the tri- the tips are included. Yeah, they are. They tell you not they to tip They tell anybody. you not, but we tip. We tip. A lot of folks don't. I know you tip, but yeah. there's, yeah, there's tips because the gratuities the work and you look yeah, at your bill that you're it's signing It's actually at the on bar, the bill. It's on so the bill. The gratuities on the bill. Yeah. They used to do it differently. We've been yeah. cruising for a long time. Mm-hmm. In, but years ago when we did it, there was an envelope for everybody. Mm-hmm. So including, mm-hmm. you know, the, uh, the maitre d' and that sort of thing. So you put whatever money you felt was should go to each department in each envelope. Yeah. And then it became a single envelope and then it was no envelope and then they started just putting it on. And if you look at the bill and see what you're paying, it's probably more than you might have typically mm-hmm. paid. Now on our last cruise, it's been a couple of years, we did still tip our room uh, steward because he did such a remarkable job with our girls, with the girls room. Uh, my daughter and her cousin because every day... Have you ever seen a, two teenagers in one room? Yeah. Girls? Well, yeah. Like, it looked like I a was bomb... A, I went, was a teenage girl. Right. It looked like a bomb went off in there every day. Like, just nothing... I don't know. And he would come in every day and hang everything back up again and sort out that room. And I kept telling the girls, don't make that guy do that. Like, hang up your... Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. But yeah, no, he came in and did it every day. And on the, that same cruise, I got uh, food poisoning right near the end. Yes. And, uh, yeah, it was not It was not pretty. No. You've yeah. told that story. So I tipped him before one in, one he out, saw that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hey, this is for everything you did for the girls' room and your room. And he was like, uh, your room was easy. And I was like, eh, up until today. Yeah. <laughs> It is 3.51 on this, the Thursday edition of the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. Your Edmonton Eskimos in action. What is it, Monday? Yeah. Labor Day Monday. Labor Day Classic. Yeah, the uh, Dinette and Patio pregame show gets underway at 11.30. Kickoff at 1 o'clock. We're taking on Calgary before the rematch 
the following Saturday, September 9th. That one's an evening game, though, kicking off at 7 o'clock. Listen to it all right here on 630 ched.com. Well, say or right here or at six thirty chat dot com. I'm getting all sorts of tweets about VIP ness. What? Yeah, I know that was an odd. Uh, yeah, that's not what I meant, guys. No, no we know what you meant. Although like VIP NESS. Yeah, yeah. Y'all cute. I thought our uh, rule around here was when we do something like that, we just keep going. Um, well, it's now on my Twitter feed, so yeah, it is enough. just going to keep going. Fair enough. It was a highlight for me this afternoon, too. <laughs> um, so, you know, we've talked about how the customer is, uh, you know, that old expression, the customer's always right. Uh, according to the plaza, not true. The customer is not always right. And these butlers who've been around forever, as most people in the service industry will tell you, that there's certain things that get regular complaints and they always see them coming. One of the uh, most regular complaints at the Plaza Hotel in New York is the cost of the minibar because at least once a day, somebody takes a run at it and they clear it out. And the minibar contents uh, total $600 (laughs) US at the Plaza. And it is what it is, right? If, uh, If that stuff's gone, it's gone. And But what the plaza does, because they anticipate that, is that when the maid discovers that a minibar has been completely raided, she takes pictures before cleaning the room of the empty minibar, mm-hmm. the bottles in the garbage, all that sort of thing. And those are at the front desk and available uh, for when you check out and start your complaint process. And they very carefully slide the pictures across and go, well, this was your room about an hour ago. Do, does anyone, do you, do you use the minibar? Never. No, that gets really expensive. In I'll use Vegas, the, I don't even open the don't door. Don't open it. For and it's fear. like weighted yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, it's on a weight that. system, right? No way. Like, when you go to an all-inclusive, go mm-hmm. to it. Oh, That's sure. what it's there for. But, oh, man. I won't even breathe on it nope. for fear. Yep. Hey, listen, Stay I away. made this mistake. I uh, didn't use the minibar, but I did buy some pop. So I put the pop in the minibar to uh, to keep it cold, yeah. and it it this was in Vegas, and it changed the weight distribution of the bar, <laughs> and I somehow got a charge. Now they did reverse it, and but they told me right that don't even open that thing. Mm. Like if you're not gonna, and for sure the one that always gets me because I guess most people have sort of figured out the mini bar situation now, is that big bottle of water by the bed where it's uh, you know and it's some natural you know from some spring water and wherever, and it's sitting right by your pillow. Well, that costs too. Like read that that little card that's around the neck of it and it's you know eight bucks or something for a bottle yeah. of water i mean t- i could have gotten up and poured my i assume you have taps in the room like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty good with that but yeah there's a lot of money to be uh, a lot of money to be spent in those hotel rooms well accidental charges yeah i uh yes i was on a cruise once mm-hmm. new year's eve yeah, oh yeah and i always call my father on new year's eve Oh, that's stop. <laughs> okay. Right there. So did the old ship to shore. Yeah, bad idea. And um, it was just a really quick call. Hey, Dad, just want to call. Love you. You know, blah, blah, blah. Where are you? I don't know. In the middle of the wherever. Okay, love you. Have a great night. And hung up. Yeah. Or so I thought. Oh, no, that's even worse. We went out. We were out of the room for a few hours, came back, and as I was putting my purse down, it clicked the phone back into the cradle at it hit yeah. the phone, and I'm like, oh, 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 oh. didn't say a thing. Yeah. Didn't say a thing until the charge showed up. And how much? It was a few hundred dollars. Really? Yeah. It was a few hundred dollars. And did you get it reversed? No, they wouldn't reverse it. You're kidding. No, they're like, you made the call, and that's what it said. And Do you know uh, Carnival, 
tried to, you know how you can check your uh, screen every day to see what your expenses yeah. are at, which yeah. by the way, I don't recommend. <laughs> um, but I checked the screen and uh, there's several accounts there. So there was my account, mine and Carol's, there was a kid's account. Yeah. Like, so the kid's account had 13 straight hours of internet on it and they were paying hourly instead of buying a package. And I phoned down to the concierge right away and I was like, look, there's, I just saw this. It's obviously a mistake. Like my kids, um, probably logged on to something, checked their email, and didn't know they had to log mm-hmm. off. And, and I said, it's it's ridiculous that that wouldn't time out. Like, if there's no activity, yeah. that should time out. And they were real nice about it. They're like, yeah, no problem. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, we'll knock that off, and we'll put a package on their room. You pay for the package. And you'll pay for the package. And I said, okay, great. And then I went over to check on the kids, and they were still in bed. And I'm like, why are you guys still in bed? And Maddie's like, because I was on the internet for 13 hours last night. <laughs> I was like, oh. I just got that charge reversed. Yeah, good thing you're on a cruise. Go do something, child. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're on a ship in the middle of the Atlantic. What do you want to do? Yeah, Internet. it's tricky, and I think it depends on, uh, in any case, doesn't matter who you're dealing with when it comes to a charge, something that you don't like, whatever mm-hmm. it is. It, it's never a good thing to go in swinging no, off the never, top. never. You know, Never. ease into it. Yeah, absolutely. Start with the guy who could fix it with uh, with a keystroke mm-hmm. and politely, and then move your way up to the guy who he works for mm-hmm. or she works for. And yeah, but always reserve fit and yelling is the absolute last resort uh, just prior to TripAdvisor. But, uh, <laughs> or Twitter. <laughs> or Twitter, yeah. <laughs> uh, your 4 o'clock news is coming straight up with Brenton Dreger on the other side. Morley checks in with sports. We'll take a look at the business numbers as well. Stick around. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.